Hey guys, welcome back. It's Sarah and Narelle, your hopeless, not truthless Bravo recappers from the North. Please help us be a little bit less hopeless and a little more truthful by hitting that follow or subscribe button. Or if you really want to make our week, give us a five-star rating wherever it is that you're listening to us. We appreciate all of you so much. You can also follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at HopelessNotTruthlessPod and talk to us there. So I was really wanting to watch Dr. Nicole on Watch What Happens Live, but as per usual. Oh, yep. (laughs) Just a perk of being Canadian. Yeah, we don't get access to Watch What Happens Live episodes until days later. They don't become streamable. I know that there's like the podcast version. You found that for us of Watch What Happens Live. We got really excited. It's not not on there either because I really wanted to see what Dr. Nicole had to say about Anne-Marie. Ooh, or is it Anna Marie? Anne Marie, Anna Marie. I can't, they're both, okay. They're calling her Anna Marie. They're calling yeah. her Anne Marie. My captions don't even match up with what they're calling her. I don't know what this woman's name I mean, is, and I don't really give a it's, crap. It's around. spelled Anne Marie. So I'm just going to call her eight and a half because that <laughs> is her name. So okay. I did, I did find a Reddit. Uh, comment that kind of gave us the deets on what happened on Watch What Happens Live. Ooh, okay. Good find. This is a Reddit comment by so far 510. And they said, Dr. Nicole put eight and a half in her place. She said that eight and a half's accusation of Dr. Nicole's clout chasing can't be true because that would imply eight and a half is above Dr. Nicole for her to want to clout chase. And then she went off listing how she's far superior medically educationally etc <laughs> it was amazing and everybody cheered so yay dr nicole yeah don't mess with our girl Anne marie eight and a half hi Antina. oh hi here you can listen right are you having a fun snow day yeah have you built any snowmen or played in the snow I did not play a snowman. No snowman. I did not build a snowman, but I built, but I, but I played in the snow. Oh, I bet that was fun. (gasps) You built a fort. Oh wow, that sounds fun. Auntie Nar. Yes. My mom, my auntie, bought me, buy me, bought me my dino, this dino cup. Let me see. Is that for drinking? Oh my gosh, he's so cool. He's my favorite color too. Oh, I love that. Was that Auntie Laura? Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, she's Say got goodbye. good taste. Say goodbye. Bye bye. Bye, Cody. <laughs> Sorry. I want a Dino Cup. That <laughs> thing is sick. Oh, oh my god, Auntie Laura. His voice kills me. <laughs> Jesus. It's like he has a lisp. Hey, as a friend of yours who also has a lisp. <laughs> it's the cutest thing. I don't notice your lisp, though. I remember when you told me that, and I'm like, excuse me? Excuse me? What's happening? It's quite faint. It comes out a lot more when I drink. I have many experiences being out at the bar, and men will hit on me being like, I'll never forget the first time it happened. I didn't know I had one either. <laughs> man was hitting on me and he was like you've just got the cutest lisp <laughs> i was like excuse me oh i do i have a lisp just a moment 
Yeah. I mean, once you find out you have one, even now, I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I don't want to say any word that has an S in it because I'm like super aware all of a sudden. Change the subject. Sarah, you, <laughs> you talk about things now. Okay. 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 Um, I have the Miami City chart to show us, Narelle. Oh. For the reunion. Okay. Okay. So, okay. 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 Just a sec. Let me pull it up here. You're going to make me guess, aren't you? I'm making you guess for sure. Okay, who do you think the first chairs are? For Miami, it's not, I think, and I'm going to edit out these long pauses. <laughs> okay, I think it's got to be Gertie has got to be one Okay, of them. yes, yes. Yes? Ding, 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 ding. Yes, okay. She has to be because it it's a big season for Gertie and... Very vulnerable season for her. So logically then but i will riot and throw my coffee table through the fucking window if this is true logically if it's gertie i don't even want to say it hi Hi. is that who i think is it hi stop it stop it sarah stop it is it actually larsa yes it's fucking larsa is it larsa fucking larsa you shut your face very ding 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 i just did that Uh, that's amazing i can't believe i just did that I can't believe you. Did. I really didn't think it was going to be Larsa. Narelle, did you cheat? Did you? Oh no, my I... God, I'm so impressed. Yes, it's fucking Larsa. Shut I was up. Stunned by because I get she has beef with Gertie, but she has nothing else going on here. Literally, the only reason I thought it was Larsa because I was like automatically my brain told me it's got to be Gertie. And the only person that Gertie really had true beef with was Larsa. And it's always usually people who have beef. Yeah, because Gertie's sane. And I was about to make a joke about how it can't possibly be Larsa because there's nothing else. It's that bitch Larsa. Okay, okay. Who has the last chairs? Are we including friends of? Yes. Yes. Well, the friends of then. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I was kind of shocked because I'm like, really? Adriana as a friend of. I mean, hello. This I know. Woman. Adriana, I keep forgetting she's a friend of. I know. I, I And honestly, Marisol, too. I think they are both main characters. So I was quite shocked. Like, I love Dr. Nicole, but Adriana brings the drama like no one else. Um, So it goes on the right side of Andy. Okay. Looking from our direction towards Andy. We have Gertie, Alexia. Julia, Kiki, Marisol, and then on the left, we have Larsa, Lisa, Dr. Nicole, and Adriana. You know what? I would have put Kiki on the end. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I even forgot about Kiki. Is Kiki a friend of? No, I think she's a... There's no way. Hold on. Let me look. Doesn't she have a tagline? I Honestly, I don't even watch taglines. You call yourself a podcaster. She's a cast member. Wow. Hmm. That's wild. Honestly, I like Kiki. She would be the perfect friend of. I think so as well. Adriana and Marisol, across all the franchises, probably the friends of, who do the most work. 100%. They're full-time cast members. We see their homes. We talk to their kids and their... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That that seems insane. But I'm not going to argue because this show is so good. This was definitely uh, a lighter episode and we'll talk briefly about it at the end. Yeah. But... In the meantime, I can't wait to dig into this Beverly Hills episode. I'm so glad you liked it. Oh my god, this this one delivered. This was a biggie. It was a biggie, and next week looks explosive. I need I to know 
on a scale of one to flabbergasted. Where were you when you heard that they were going to a homeless, not toothless event? Narelle, I was cheering. I'm like, it's our time. It's our moment. (laughs) Yes. I could not fucking believe it. I I realized now, like I saw the preview of Kyle and Mauricio in the car. I think we might have even posted a TikTok about it. And I remember Kyle, (laughs) I remember Mauricio said something about the homeless, not toothless event. Really? I didn't. Yeah. I I thought he was referencing the past. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know they were going to another one. In case anyone, if you're new here and you don't get it, because we think we're funny, but maybe we're not. Maybe we're not. That's funny. Our name, Hopeless Not Truthless, is derived from the Homeless Not homeless, Toothless not toothless. fiasco. Yes. When we were trying to come up with a podcast name, I mean, that was one of the scenes that both of us, I mean, it's, it's epic. You can't, I don't epic. know if I've ever laughed harder at a housewife <laughs> no, scene. Because poor Dory's like, it's a very important event, yeah. everybody. And they're like, okay, it doesn't matter. It's like toothless, not homeless. It's fine. Whatever, you guys. You guys, we're at the toothless, not homeless. We're at the homeless, <laughs> not homeless. What? It's no, so no, it's homeless, not toothless. It's like, honestly, the worst name in the world for a charity. But my God. I'm actually a little bit low-key offended for people no. who are homeless. Concerned? Oh, no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm high-key offended for the homeless, the actual homeless yeah, people. I know. It's so rude. But no, anyway. I'm I'm low-key concerned. Like, Are we ever going to get in trouble for our name? Why? It has nothing. This event, this event's getting big. <laughs> Compared to last year? Oh, oh, I know. This was an actual gala. I miss Kathy. I wanted Kathy there so bad. Oh, I don't know. I've been watching... Um, oh, Paris in Paris Love. Paris in Love. I'm scared because I know it ruins Kathy for everyone. Everyone's like, she's the devil. I'm like, oh, I think man. Kathy ruins Kathy for everybody. Yeah. But yeah. this really shows, it doesn't show any of them in a good light, TBH. Interesting. Like, I'm surprised any of them agreed to do this show. Even Paris. Especially Paris. What? Okay, I got to watch. Sorry, okay. maybe I'm alone in this. You need to watch. Okay. Her approach to motherhood as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe I don't love very I've much. seen I've I have seen one clip where she had to change a diaper for the first time and the child was like eight months old. Well, She's like, ah, I don't know how and I'm like, Oh that's interesting. She had at least nine months to prepare for the birth of her child and instead decided to release an album and like do a whole bunch of like tour and so she's never home with the baby she visits him for like an hour a day oh type thing they both do they talk about how they visit their baby visit their baby yeah and then the nanny is kind of locked away in a tiny little room with a tiny little bathroom and the baby just Okay, in that room. This is, this, is, this is terrifying. It's giving the shining. It's funny you say that because now that the child's older, he's like in a walker all the time, like the kids on a trike in The Shining. Oh, the way he like bumps oh, around the my. huge house. <laughs> did she have him via surrogate? Yes, she did. She did. Okay. Yeah. And her second, did she have also by surrogate? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so okay. she she never told anybody about uh, Phoenix as her son, her firstborn. Oh, okay. She didn't tell Kathy. 
She just walked I into know, a room. I know. Yeah. I saw that. I that was popping all over my TikTokies. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. It's. I think it's up your alley. It's definitely. I love the first. Kind of shit. The first season, I was. I was all on board. I was like, yeah, Paris, woo. <laughs> yeah. And then the second season, I was like, oh, God. And then you find out, not on the show, but I found out that her husband, who's like, I'm so happy to be a father, and I'm just going to be the greatest father because I have the greatest father, and that makes me the greatest father. And then you find out he actually has another child who he abandoned the day she was born and this baby this girl has reached out to him to be like please be my daddy and he just Uh, ignores her they're not great people let's just put it that way all right well uh, let's move on to talking about other not great people because there's so many in this episode sorry i i I went off on a tangent no thank you i need i need to watch this i need to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 13, Episode 12, Bitter Pill to Swallow. Oh, good, Narell. Good, good, good. We start this episode by Kyle shaming Sutton for her alleged eating disorder by going through her fridge and noting there was nothing in it. We actually start this episode on Kyle pulling up and making fun of, of Sutton for pretending to garden and then yes. going inside yes. and being like, oh, can I go through your fridge? Which is just the weird, it's like a wellness check. Like she's doing a wellness check on camera. I bet she was looking for booze too. Oh, for sure. If there was going to be like a whole bunch of bottles of champagne or something in there, she would have flung the door wide open. (laughs) Oh my God. 100%. I thought you're such a bitch. It irked me. I don't know why. I mean, that's why, but. And she has a big issue with Sutton. And Mm -hmm. Kyle, as much as she moves past things. She's holding on to grudges lately. As we see toward Mauricio, for sure, there's something major happening there, obviously, but she's not moving on like she used to. Saying all that, they really did seem kind of comfortable together. Like, for once, I finally saw old Kyle and Sutton, Mm -hmm. and I thought Sutton was acting like they were real friends. I think it's only because of the way Sutton reacts to the things that Kyle says. It's always Sutton and Mm -hmm. she especially in this episode I noticed with Anne Marie or 8.5 later like Sutton's attitude in this episode particularly is so good and positive and she wants to move forward and have fun in Barcelona I think it is absolutely she's putting a lot of effort into moving things forward I love it so we head over to Crystal's house next and she whips out her phone she like goes outside and I'm like, oh, here comes the brother. But it was Garcelle. I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and they're discussing Anne-Marie and the esophagus. Oh, for God's sake. Thank you, Crystal, for saying, Anne-Marie, what is the end game with Anne-Marie and the esophagus? Mm-hmm. Why I does she it. care? I, I love it, too. This Crystal's coming into her own. Oh, and I love that I it's by taking eight and a half down. Absolutely. She Googled narrow esophagus, just like I did. She read the same articles. I thought of you. I thought of you. And she saw that it was often genetic. And she made a really great point, I think, when she said that, you know, it it only takes that one possibility, that one detail for me to to know, okay, this could be possible. Therefore, I believe it. Like she's extending her the benefit of doubt. 100. And I, my jaw dropped. When Crystal tells us that Amory lied about being a doctor 
when they mm-hmm. first met Narelle. So this was months before yes, filming. Months before filming. She's like, I'm a doctor to Crystal. That and was and not very smart is, there. And he's anesio anesthesiologist <laughs> i always get them like anesthetist Ane- and yes. anesthesiologist i always get them confused um i believe crystal i absolutely do i think she did tell her that she's i think she tells people that tracks for the kind of person she is bingo baby so after that uh we get a clip of dorit and she's planning the homeless not toothless event <laughs> she makes this comment she's like i really want the emphasis to be placed on the event and not the name to which i have to say shut up dorit yeah, it's all about the name we disagree dorit don't <laughs> we ruin this wholeheartedly yeah don't take this away from us so paula abdul is coming who did you think pk's surprise guest was Oh, boy, George. Yes, right? I'm like <laughs> waiting for it. I'm like, come on, come on. I was low-key disappointed. I liked who it was, but I was like, where's boy George? <laughs> so PK is apparently engaged. He's firing on all engines here, all, all four cylinders in his brain. Yep. It's all and it takes Dorit. for a little Dorit to forgive him. Just a little cry. Bubba, yeah. Bubba, she says bubba. this, you know, our one single solitary counseling session <laughs> session our one single solitary counseling session let's fix the problem that's this it this is exactly what i needed this is it it's de- it's so dorit it's so dorit and i love it and you know it's all for the cameras oh, bu- 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 come here and cry into my uh, womb whatever it's so ridiculous i don't think the problem's for the cameras like i think the problem is legit it's like the me too yes the cover-up, again. The cover-up is for the cameras. Like, why put it out there then? I don't think he could hide it. Like, I, there's something genuine about PK and a little tiny sliver. There's also something super phony and deceptive about him. I just see him as a grifter. He has big grifter vibes. They both do. He does. Very car salesman-y, no offense. Yeah. Um, to car salesman. Yeah, to car salesman. Or women. But I will say... As much as PK is, you know, douchey and all that, he was right about the table settings. They were bad. No, they were ugly. He was. <laughs> they were. I'll they were hideous. <laughs> yeah. No, he he was uh, definitely on the money there. So thank God for the counseling session because that's <laughs> – he really knows his florals. I bet they actually cost 50K for this event. I'm just going to say. Yes, Marisol. 50K yes. florals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about Crystal and the brother? And do you have any thoughts? I, I don't like Crystal's brother Jeff is back and he talks about wanting to move to Asia part time, which I think is great. He needs to get away from Crystal and yes, his mom. and the mom. Sorry, she's got to figure this out. Like she literally scared Vivi off. Uh, Vivi told, oh, for is fuck, it Vivi? For fuck's sake, I did it again. You're no. co- I'm confused. No, I think you're right, Vivi. 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 Why? Where are you getting Why? Vivi from? I just see Vivi. 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 Her face. Her face was still blurred too. I the... know she ain't coming on the show. She, no, she's done. not. But you know, like Crystal, you're you're giving the creeper vibes. Poor Vivi told Jeff she never actually felt like she was ever accepted by either yeah. of the women in his family. I and he's like, I she's not wrong for him. Yeah, she admitted it, but work on that. You need to step back a little bit then. Let your brother yeah. live his life. Like, I have a brother and he has dated some very sketchy people. Okay. I've had my say when I need to have my say. Most of the time I back off. Yeah. 
thus being a good sister. Yes, he didn't think so at the time. But Sounds like she's more of a mother. Yeah, that's the vibes I'm know? getting. For sure, for sure. And it's so interesting because Rob always comes across as like her dad. Like the fatherly mm. role to me a little bit. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Next, we've got Kyle and Mo, and they're Ooh. on their way to the homeless, not toothless event. Mo brings up the celebration of life Dude, event. Do not. The way that he brought it up, first of all, uh-huh. he was like, How was that event? <gasps> I, I was so dumbfounded by this, and I'm like, Not. Mauricio justifying not going to this insanely important event because none of the guys were there. What the fuck? And then to call it that event. Mm, Disparaging. Keep in mind, this was her childhood friend. So she would have been there from the beginning of their relationship. Mm -hmm. Mo knew her. Even if you're not in a good place with your wife... This is a very close person in your life. Why would you not go to her celebration of life? That's disgusting. People even go to like their enemies' funerals. You know what I mean? To like make peace, Mauricio. And he was in Mexico living it up. Yeah. Fuck you, not dude. Cool. And Kyle looks so uncomfortable just being around him. Seeing the smug joy on her face, though, when she they're talking about traveling, the travel plans, mm-hmm. and she forgot to tell him that she's going to Spain with the ladies, and he does this little pretend, like, oh, I care, and I'm concerned that you didn't tell so me this. Fake. And she has this little smug smile, like, serves you right, like, I'm. it's kind of nice to give him his own taste of medicine or whatever, and it brings me back to what you said last week, which that part of this is revenge, and I think she's getting a little bit of uh, pleasure out of it. A little too much. Like, I wish she wouldn't have said it, honestly. I don't fault her, but I need to hear from Kyle why she is so disgruntled. You, yes. you, you know what I mean? Like, is it cheating? Is it because she's just done with him traveling and him being away? Is it because she has fallen out of love with him? Like, resentment can build up without a big cheating scandal. And yeah. I just want her to say it because she's not really saying it. Exactly. But I think both you and I, if we're honest, have decided in our minds that Mauricio has cheated and that Kyle knows about it. Yeah. And so my annoyance with her is that she's not being honest about that. That's right. Which we don't know for sure if it's true. That's the thing. We don't. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Why did he show up to this? Like Sutton said. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. Not toothless. You, His you, priorities are really putting teeth in people's mouths. Okay. We got to get those to show up. people. Oh no. It's a sponsor. Oh, yes. oh shit. It's an ad. He has to show up in person. Yeah. Mauricio's teeth have been sponsored. He has to show up. He's like the billboard. He's a walking billboard for chompers. I can't. Okay. Erica? How about? Dude. What? Okay, which part? I just had a little thing about Erica. I thought she's... she looked insane. Like, so good. And the dentist? Her dentist. The dentist. Oh, my God. I This was so awkward. But I'm like, go for it, girl. He's rich, honey. He's you think he was hitting on her? Hills. Yeah. Why? You, you did hitting her? How was he hitting on her? Oh, my God. He told her she looked amazing like eight times. Oh, I didn't catch that. I just caught the fact that she had a whole conversation with this man. <laughs> Who had just cleaned her teeth and been like a foot away from her head and she just didn't even recognize him. I don't think she sees service people. Right. 
Right. But he's, a, I mean, a dentist in Beverly Hills. That's pretty good. He had to like introduce himself as Dr. Raynar. And she was like, wait, you're my dentist. And then she's like, okay, I got to get out of here. And she walks away. And she's like, I just met my dentist. It's <laughs> very funny. <laughs> I love it. Actually, Erica loved this episode. Yeah, she did look good, by the way. Insanely good. Barbie. So Anne-Marie and her pig of a husband arrive after this. And they're like doing their photos in front of the step and see. And Mo is trying to tease oh. them, I guess, while they're posing. And Kyle like snaps at him. She like, leave pissed. them alone. Let them. Like, she's so annoyed. What and then she that? made some what comment about what's in your drink. Is it weed or is it alcohol? Very, very judgy about that. Which, I mean, maybe that's there's something going on there with him and that. But she she hates him. She Yeah, she, she loathes loathes that man. Yeah. It was yeah. awkward and he was just trying he's just being Mo. Like for the first time I'm like, oh my God, authentic Mo is back finally. Like that's how Mo has been for the last what, fifteen years. Ha 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 Hello She doesn't love authentic Mo anymore. So I don't think there's any aspect of him that she likes. It was the most angry I've seen Kyle toward him yeah. this season so far. When he was being his authentic self, I thought, oh my. <laughs> okay. So, okay, I was not emotionally oh. or mentally oh. prepared to find out Mm-mm. about Sutton's pussy. Don't take me there. No. Uh, her M.E. is M- like her M.P. Oh, dude. And it's it's smooth. And it's and sweet. It's silky. And, and it's, it's sweet. And it's tight. Nope. How's that ballet board doing there? That's like, how are they, are they hanging in there through the, the rest of the season? Because uh, um, uh, it's it's not a wop. It's a swap. I don't know. <laughs> it's a swap. Swap. Sarah. Yeah, girl, that was too much. No. I don't want to no. know this shit, okay? Like, ha, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But she redeemed herself because she, she did. said to Anne-Marie the second she saw her, you picked the wrong person. Yeah. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse- or what? Sorry, ma'am. Sorry, ma'am. No, ma'am. She took like, charge and shit. I flippin' loved it. Like, she was not going to wait. Anne-Marie's like, yeah, yeah, we do have to have a talk. And Sutton's like, well, we're going to have it right now. So And good. then Anne-Marie starts going off about how Sutton has lied three times. <gasps> And she starts trying to list them off and then tries to say that she never said that Sutton made up her condition. But Crystal is very quick to point out, yes, the fuck you did. And Crystal is correct. And yeah. Sutton's like, I have a doctor. She's And Anna Marie is just like, great, great, great. So condescending. So rude. Uh, this was insane to me, this scene. I hate, I hate, I hate this woman. She has such a hard time owning up to what she said. Anytime, like Crystal was like, you lied. And she's like, no, I potentially, I said potentially. It, she potentially it was, was lying. It was And wild. I'm like, that and- is actually the same thing when you're talking about somebody. If you say, oh, I wonder if she has an eating disorder. Exactly. It's kind of the same as saying, exactly. No, you might as well have just said it. I cannot believe when she said, Crystal, you're the one who said Satin had an eating disorder. Excuse me, ma'am. I I would have probably thrown fists. Honestly, she is mental 
just, she's deranged. She's the normal. one that's no, it's not. She's the one that said eating disorder. But you know what? It's it's something that happens to newer housewives. They forget they're on camera and being filmed and recorded and broadcasted. Have any of them ever been this bad though? Mm, there's got to be a few that I can't think of off the top of my head, but I can't think of one that has been so universally hated. But by I think everybody. she might need to go see her doctor because like she's got a memory problem. She absolutely does. <laughs> Early onset Alzheimer's? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I'm kind of scared for her. It's, um, like, not even funny. It's actually alarming. It's alarming. So we find out that Eight and a Half talked about the fucking esophagus for two hours. When Crystal said that, I thought she was exaggerating. I was like, oh, oh yeah. that's probably a bit of an exaggeration. But then the editors come in <laughs> with the actual timestamps. Horrifying. Get a life, girl. Sorry, mm-hmm. that is pathetic. And Crystal confronts her about pretending to be an anesthetologist. No, nope. oh, anesthesiologist. <sighs> Fuck's sake. When they first met, and so Anne Marie starts mocking her, and she's like, "Oh, here we go, downplaying my profession again." And because Crystal never got to go to medical school, mm-hmm. eight and a half thinks that that's why she's jealous of her <laughs> for some reason, even though eight and a half. Also never went to medical school. (laughs) There's a very big difference between going... And I'm not downplaying nurses. I think nurses have the hardest job, one of the hardest jobs in the world. She went to nursing school, She went to nursing school. It's just inappropriate for her to be saying that Crystal is jealous of her. You didn't go either, babe. No, and she's just holding on to things, and she is mad at Crystal. Real mad. I'm legit concerned for anybody in this woman's care. I know. Imagine if you were Jan Arden and you went oh. to the, can I bring, I'm referencing, I'm yes. referencing our opener from the other episode. Yes. Imagine you were Jan Arden and you went to the hospital and eight and a half walks in. I'd be like, did I give, give me the you? fucking stapler. I'm out of here. <laughs> did I give you your staples? No. <laughs> Let me check. Yes, I did. You took them out. I swear. Like, she's a gaslighter. I've been talking to all the doctors and looking at all my medical books, and you don't need (laughs) staples at all. You don't need any help. You're just bleeding profusely. It's fine. She gives the lamest apology. She's like, I apologize for being concerned and inquisitive. You Mm, can take that or leave it. (laughs) Sounds like, thanks for your non-apology apology, apology, bitch. But this is where what you said before is right. Sutton makes a choice to accept it and move on. I'm proud of her because I don't think Sutton even cares about Amory enough to be like, no. let's hash this out. We can be fr-. She's like, oh, fine. What? Whatever. And the ladies are all very impressed that Crystal finally found her voice. But Kyle isn't. Not in this oh. way. No, oh, not like give this, it a rest. Crystal. Not like this. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Kyle, fucking right. Don't punish her for doing something. God damn it, Kyle. This is where Mauricio's favorite moment in a long time has happened for me. When he sits down at the table, oh, and he's like, "Hi, Sutton. I hear you have esophagus problems." <laughs> he's like, "I'm not coming in hot. I'm just saying." <laughs> she was so offended, but I really do yeah. think he meant it as a joke. She's like, "Oh my god, how dare yeah. you?" Yeah, no, I just, so I loved, I loved, uh, I loved this whole scene. I loved the hopeless, not toothless event in general. So much bigger than last time. So much bigger. And Paula Abdul looked so damn good. That woman she has did. not aged. I can't drop. believe she didn't sing. I mean, I can't believe she didn't I sing. I was going to Well, yeah. 
She, yeah. yeah, yeah, she could have done a little lip sync. Do you know what's wild? She has CRPS. I know. It's not the spokesman that I want for the disease that I have, but it's like well, everything yeah. combined in this episode she's... for me. I've got my CRPS woman. I've got hopeless not yes. or homeless not toothless. Nope. <laughs> it's all it's all happening. <laughs> yes. What did you think of Erica dancing to uh Taylor Dane. Um, I had seen a singing. I, I was going to say, I have more thoughts about her singing. The look <laughs> on her face, like, yeah. Oh, now we're going to do the high note together. Oh, that's right, babe. You got it. Like, show. It Erica. took me back to, was it David? David Foster and Yolanda? <laughs> or was, no, it was Diana. It was Diana Jenkins. Boyfriend, right? Boyfriend, yeah. Oh, my God. That is still a core memory. I, and I didn't even know who it was. I just remember Erica. I think even Erica was going back to that in her mind. And that's why she was like <laughs> keeping it, you know, collected. Toning it down. She was toning, toning it, it down. down. Yeah. No, I thought it was. And I love that little pink lady too. The one, the, the little pink oh lady. Oh my God. Yeah. And her name was just pink lady. She reminded me <laughs> of, have you ever watched that show, Kath and Kim? No, but I want to. I've heard of it. Oh, Sarah, it's so good. It was my fave. Well, it wasn't my favorite when I was living in Australia, but it's become one now, of my favorites since coming back so because it like memories. just makes me homesick. She is very reminiscent of Kath from Kath and Kim. The hair, basically, <laughs> okay. but the whole vibe, the whole vibe. And then I guess all we've got left is the ladies are packing for Barcelona. Wait. Why did Kyle have Morgan's shoes at her house? Okay, I wanted to comment on the fact that she opens up a box of Herman Munster shoes. And she's like, oh, wait, she had no oh, idea. these are, what? these are Morgan's. What? I guess maybe Morgan had them sent no. over. Like she was opening up new boxes. Yeah, of, oh, this was Kyle's way of giving theory. us a little like, ooh, see guys? I know, they probably weren't even Morgan's shoes. She's just like, oh, these are Morgan's. It's like looking directly into the camera. Yeah, Morgan's. No, there's something going on. There's, it's just Kyle. She's so sus. But what? That her friend is having? No, alluding. They're buying shoes. shoes together. Morgan leaves together. her stuff at her place. So the only thing I don't get is I'm a poor, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know how the rich order shoes. <laughs> like maybe they order them and they come in big mm. pallets. Mm. Pallets of <laughs> and shoes. And there's stacks. Okay. Well, she had a whole bunch of boxes and she was opening up She's the boxes a looking for. Remember? She's exactly. So I'm thinking maybe Jesus. she bought them. She bought a pallet of shoes. Okay. And those Herman Munster shoes were from Morgan. Her lady love. Morgans. I mean, I, I agree. Morgans. So she decides that she's going to play peacemaker between Sutton and Anne Marie. I did laugh at this. When she's like, I can't believe at this point in my life I have to mediate a fight over an esophagus. <laughs> Neither can yeah. we, Kyle. Okay? Neither can we. So eight and a half thinks audaciously. That Crystal owes her an apology because Crystal has downplayed and mocked her profession. Good. She does decide to call Sutton, though, to apologize so they can move forward. But, you know, also probably because this is like Sutton's trip that she's planning. One And eight and a half wants to be included. Mm. Maybe that had something to do with it. the rewards of Sutton's ex, millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire. Yeah. 
And friggin' that little clip of Sutton answering the phone, and she's got those like <laughs> giant Kurt Cobain sunglasses on, and she's like, "Excuse me, ma'am, I'm eating. I'm eating right now." I loved this call. Sutton was so perfect in this. She's so nonplussed. She's like, "I don't even care. Like you're so beneath me. Like her whole, whole vibe." Was just very rock star. Yeah. I, obviously, I think I was very swayed by the sunglasses because <laughs> she looked like Kurt Cobain. But she's like, "Tell me, tell me, say it." Yes, I loved it. yes, she owned it. Same. Anne Marie was lucky that Sun forgave her so easily. That's all I can say. She is, but I, she I think sucks. it's <laughs> fair to say nobody has actually forgiven eight and a half, and we're gonna get actually somebody, somebody commented to me that. She's wanted to petition our podcast to rename eight and a half to 5.8 because that is a little more accurate. But yeah, that was that was about it for Beverly Hills. That was it. I'm so stoked for next week. It looks explosive. Oh my God. Oh my when God. they get to Barcelona. But should we head on over to Miami? Let's do it, girl. Real Housewives of Miami, Season 6, Episode 12, Sink or Swim. So this was a little bit of a filler episode, maybe a little bit, which yeah. is rare for Miami. They deserve one. Let's put it that way. You I know guess. what, though, it is, too, like with Gertie and the seriousness yeah, of what's yeah, happening. Yeah. Like, we don't really want to talk about that per se. We want to give Gertie her space and you yeah. know, the platform. But And I think um, like when it comes to vicious yeah. fighting, it's almost inappropriate to do that when one of the right. cast members is like going through something so medically stressful. Horrifying and yeah, poor poor Gertie. So this week Julia and Kiki were walking for swim week. And we see them getting ready. We had a little bit of Canadian representation. Did you see? No. What? The um the fashion show producer, he greeted Kiki for her fitting when she walked in, and he was wearing this shirt, and it had a big golden maple leaf on it, oh my and then gosh. it said, Canada's Twins. I looked it up, because I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I looked it up. It's a D-squared t-shirt. I still don't know what Canada's Twins are, uh-huh. or who they are. Okay. That's cool, but, though. Yeah, oh, it's obviously wanted to wear that. Like, he knew it was going to be on. Anyways, I was all here for it. I was like, yes, he must be Canadian. I cannot get over Julia and Kiki. These two are so ridiculously good looking. When Julia at her age, I, I don't know how old she is, but she's in her 50s. Oh, my God. I thought, are you insane? I have never looked like that. No. Yeah. Fat out of the womb. But like, how unfair for someone to be that beautiful. And I love that they asked her to close the show for swim week. I do, too. Cool. I'm a little disappointed with the outfit. Though I I really wanted yeah I wanted both of them actually to like something a little bit more like Kiki made the comment she's like oh I wish that um Julia had worn something a little more skanky and then she (laughs) comes out and she's fully covered as well I'm like I know okay okay like they both looked so good but I still thought okay whatever especially when you see how phenomenal. They look Show in a bathing it suit. Off. Oh my god. I mean, it was a very nice mumu, but very nice. Very very classy. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, so I, I don't I wanna... was really sad for Kiki and the story she told about her father and stepmom and how they kicked her out when she was only fifteen years old because she was modeling and in Haiti they consider like 
more revealing uh, picture scandalous and skanky. And that was it. That was yeah. it for her. I really enjoyed having so more of a peek behind of the curtain yes, that we Kiki's kind that. of had. We do. We don't get to see very much of Kiki's actual life. Like, mm-hmm. where does Kiki live? I honestly thought she was a friend of because she's so kind of removed. We've seen Marisol's house. We've seen Adriana's house. I don't think I've ever seen Kiki's house. No, no. Or apartment or whatever. So Gertie and Russell, are they go to lunch. They discuss her surgery. I cannot imagine what it must be like to have a health issue like this. And then the way that she describes that it snowballs. So like you start out thinking like, oh, it's just a lump. I'm going to get a biopsy. Oh, no. Okay, now I have to have surgery. Oh, they didn't do the surgery. Oh, now I have to have chemo. Oh, no, I have to. It's like a lot. I cannot imagine. I know. And she explained to Russell, I do not want a a mastectomy. She explained to Russell, I do not want a mastectomy. How do I say mastectomy? <laughs> mastectomy. 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 Oh my god, now you're making me second guess it. I know. No, it is spelled like that. Okay. Mastectomy. And she explained to Russell, I do not want a mastectomy. I I understand that as a woman and so many um breast cancer survivors and patients talk about losing your breasts and all of that. And especially as you said, it's snowballing. Just a really oh, I hate to see Gertie so devastated and russell is such a good support i'm just thrilled that we know that she got through it already that we don't have to wonder because i think that would have been a lot harder to watch next we are backstage we're at swim week and nicole dr nicole wastes no time before confronting adriana and specifically Mm -hmm. calling her out like what was your motivation for bringing anna to the thing and what was your motivation for like lying about it making it look like i did it And Kiki, I loved this because she actually sees Adriana apologize to Dr. Nicole for, I keep calling her Dr. Nicole now, for (laughs) not being transparent. And she's like, oh, so Nicole really didn't know. I clocked that. I clocked that. They all really thought Nicole planted this seed and did this. But Marisol is already prepared to not forgive Dr. Nicole right out of the gates. And I, I just find it so fucking annoying it is it just speaks to i think how jealous they are like adriana made the point that alexia is so jealous because nicole is a very accomplished doctor she's very rich on her own right she doesn't need to rely on a man however she does have a very rich man she's young she's beautiful you know she's got everything that alexia wants and adriana's like she's she's the the real real Barbie. barbie doll yeah and she's not wrong. No, she's, she's not. not wrong. I think it is a big source of jealousy and a big source of anger for Alexia, especially. Those two old hags. No. But Marisol. <laughs> Marisol, <laughs> so there's something there for Marisol as well. Honestly, I don't think Marisol, I don't know who the ringleader is here. Is it Marisol? Is it Alexia? Those two are complex. They go back and forth, honestly, the, within that friendship. Like, I feel like sometimes Alexia is the ringleader and sometimes Marisol is the ringleader. They really just mold. They merge into one person. That's a good way to describe it because that's how it comes off. And often I think, Mm -hmm. who is it? Is it Marisol manipulating Alexia? But then Alexia can stand Mm -hmm. on her own very well. Nicole and Adriana explain to the women finally that Adriana is the one who wanted Anna to be there. But Marisol and Alexia 
still don't seem to care. They just want to hate on Nicole until Adriana finally has to say the words, the reason why she brought Anna. Thanks to Larsa, might I add. Larsa's like, just forced her into saying it. Why did you invite her? Why did you invite her, Adriana? And then, of course, Adriana's like, because what you did to Lisa was just horrible. And you had dodgy finances with Todd. Yeah, she actually said she was coming on to talk about the finances. Yeah, she said it. Like, this is where Adriana's just like, oh, my God. But I think she knew, unless she actually said it, they wouldn't let go. They're like pit bulls of Nicole. So then Alexia's like, what? Yeah, but they still didn't have the level of reaction that they would have had Nicole said that. You're so right, Nar. That is so true. They would have lit the place on fire if Nicole had said that. I'm glad they finally let go of it with Nicole. But it's just, it is weird the way they're not holding Adriana as accountable as they would if it was Nicole. (laughs) No. But it took a lot for Alexia to finally be mad at Adriana. It actually made me laugh. I felt a little bit bad for Kiki, like after the event, after she walks Her and Julia, they both did a phenomenal job. Everybody's in the sprinter van afterwards in the parking lot. And it's obviously like gridlock. Nobody can leave. The sprinter van gets stuck and everybody just leaves. And I guess Kiki had some kind of after party planned. I felt so bad for her. To be honest, though, I don't know if she even told everybody because she said like Adriana was sitting there Mm -hmm. and she's like, I had this whole after party planned. And Adriana was like, what, for for us? us?" Yeah. Why couldn't they have just said Guys, let's walk to a different location or whatever. Catch a cab. I think they were done. Yeah. they were. It was a long day, though, too. Like, they got there in the afternoon when it was light out. Who knows what time it was now. It was dark. So they'd obviously been there for at least, like, six hours. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably be done. I'd be I would definitely be done. I hope Kiki can let it go. But we'll see. I don't think so. (laughs) Oops. So we head to the farm after that. And uh, my one question for this scene was, did Alexia forget to put a shirt on or... What? Why didn't I... Oh, <laughs> under her covers. Cover, cubbies. Cover cubbies. She had coveralls on. <laughs> but she always looks very... so good to me. I don't even care. This woman is hot. It. Yep, she was. I'm not going to say she didn't look hot. It just very <laughs> much looked like coveralls without a shirt. Like, I think there was coveralls without a shirt. It wasn't coveralls on their own. It was, it was literally, there should have been a I shirt. Need, I need to go back and look. I, sh- I was alarmed. I was like, whoa, girl, <laughs> where's your shirt? I love this new blossoming relationship between uh, Julia and Alexia. I don't find it genuine on Alexia's part okay. at all, but. That was, that was the part for me, too, especially the emphasis she meant on, like, because she's planning a trip to Mexico City and then the emphasis she puts on it's pride week you know Julia it's gonna be pride oh, we're gonna celebrate the so pride aspect bad. wanna share a room just kidding <laughs> I just yeah I know like I wonder if she's even got permission to go to Mexico City with Julia from Todd <laughs> hi Mac mm. Narelle's kitty cat is there he's so cute he is the sweetest cat my big Mac very very sweet baby my little bun head I have to tell you this because this part made me laugh, but it also made me hate Larsa even more. Oh, is that even possible? (laughs) When Alexia is calling everyone to invite them to Mexico and she calls Larsa and there's like sitting there next to uh, whatever his name, what was his name? (laughs) Marcus? 
Oh, thank you. Oh my God. I always forget his, like MJ's son, Marcus. And I like Marcus, no disrespect. Sorry. Sorry if that was rude to anyone. Babe, Alexia is FaceTiming us. No, Larsa, Alexia is FaceTiming you. You are not <laughs> us. OMG, I can't, I can't. So codependent. So, so, so codependent. Yeah, no. She's 49. Larsa is 49. And they're talking about kids. I mean, I know it's possible and... Not just kids, but like five kids. Yeah. She would do surrogate, I'm sure, though, right? Oh, well, I mean, she's 49. Mm-hmm. But she's what? got it. Could well, she? Yeah. I don't know how to, I don't know how it works. I don't know how old you can be nowadays. I'm but pretty sure, like, you would I have know. to. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess maybe she could have, they could have all five at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Five nannies, five babies. They'd just Paris Hilton their way through it. Oh my God. She probably would too for him. She's obsessed. And I mean, I don't blame her. She, he seems amazing amazing and he's hot he's sweet i don't understand it the reverse way though i don't understand what he's getting out of it i know i know i i bet she's very doting to him though very motherly at some point the veil's gotta drop like he how do you watch this show even (laughs) as as her partner how do you watch the show and see her behavior towards gertie this season well there's that but she can explain it away i know she does like that's the thing with Larsa. But you know what's interesting? So many other housewives, they fucking love Larsa. Who? So what, what is going on? They Who love does? in different Who franchises. Does? Well, Tamara, but that doesn't count. I know everyone. It does not count. I get it. Don't know if that's a great judge of character. Crystal invited her because they're like neighbors. Yep, that's true. That's true. She was, yeah. She went to Garcelle's event, remember? Right? Her screener? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of housewives. Like, okay, I shouldn't say a lot, but... I like to think that they're all friends with Marcus. <laughs> no, they're not. And that <laughs> Larsa's just a... I've heard good reviews about Larsa. Second, a plus one. You've heard... Did you say you've heard good reviews of Larsa? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, that's her OnlyFans. That's fine. So. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Alexia surprised me a smidge. How? When she called Gertie, and Gertie, this was after her second surgery... She seems so supportive and like actually sensitive to Gertie's situation, which shocked me because I know Alexia does have that Teresa thing where it's like she has a heart, she cares, but she's not overly good at expressing that. But she was very good. I think she's better at expressing it one-on-one, probably similarly to Teresa. That's a good point. That aspect of her personality gets lost when she's in a group situation. Mm, with Marisol. Yeah, I don't think she's as able to clue into her empathetic side, but I liked <laughs> that as well. And then the only thing, the only other thing I wanted to mention from this episode was Adriana's back in the studio with Emilio. What was she wearing? <laughs> that Even my son, I know he shouldn't be watching this, but he was sitting there cuddling me. He's like, wow, that's a weird outfit. <laughs> So the late, like the the fucking fashion in this episode, especially, but on this franchise, like when they all went to swim week, their clothing, everybody's so colorful. Everyone looks Beautiful. so stunning. This yeah. this outfit was something. It, it had really, like, like peace signs. She looked great on it. She looked great. Um, it was wearing her though. I think like when it you, was when you look at someone and all you see is their outfit. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. 
she just, she's always had that eclectic, the most eclectic, I would say. Marisol's pretty eclectic. She is, but she's very Miami eclectic, I would say. Adriana's more like Brazilian. Last season, Marisol had a confessional outfit where she was dressed like a chicken. What? What? (laughs) She had like feathers everywhere and then she had chicken hands. I'm she she had she had claws. She had talons. She had chicken talons. Sorry. Hold on. Sarah, I just need to see your face when you look at this. I'm gonna send you the <laughs> oh, picture no. right now. Okay. Marisol Patton. Do you want me to Google it? Mm, no, because I want to choose okay, it. Okay, okay. Marisol Patton chicken suit. That'll do. <laughs> this is insane. Here we go. Can you send it on Insta? Okay. All right, Sarah. Okay, you Sarah. You can tell me. You tell me this is not like who's more eclectic. Okay, okay. I'm scared to look. Okay, hold on. Oh. She has corn chips on her fingers. What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. For the entire season, this is what you had to watch her in her confessional what? as she was dressed as a chicken. Did she acknowledge it? Why did she do this? She looks awful. She looked, I mean, she still looks good, but this is awful. It was an interesting choice. Why does she pull it off so well? Why is she so ch- chickenly? Why is she like, she's embraced it. Maybe somebody sometime told her, here's another one, that um, she resembled a chicken. Like, where do you even come up with this idea? Oh, my God. (laughs) Why did she do this? (laughs) For attention. The same reason that Adriana did it. Yeah. She's a kook. But I love her for the show. That is it for Miami, I guess. I think it's going to be a pretty good episode next week. I'm excited. If you guys haven't listened to our Salt Lake episode, go check it out. Head on over there. Thank you, everybody, for all the comments, all the love and support we've got this week. You guys mean the world to us. You really, really do. Honestly, guys, we appreciate every single one of you. You're the best. You just warm our hearts, our cold, dead hearts. And anyone who hasn't, get over there and say something nice about us. Yeah, that would be so awesome. Um, we love you guys and yeah. yeah. Until next time, stay truthful, but not hopeless. Love you. Bye guys. Catch you next week. Have a great weekend. Stay warm. Cody. <laughs> bye. That's, my kid says bye too. Cody say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye Snow Cody. Day. Bye Cody. No day. <laughs>